Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven and with me as always is my good friend Brandon. In this episode we're going to be talking all about chemistry. Brandon, tell us more. Well, just like Steven said, this is about chemistry, specifically chemistry within relationships. We're not talking about the periodic table of elements. I know that a lot of you are going to be disappointed in that because you're big science buffs. I get it. I apologize. But we're going to be talking about how chemistry can develop or if it's just an automatic thing. We're going to be talking about what we look for with chemistry. Uh, Then we also do have another new segment that is kind of in alignment with this whole chemistry thing. I am pumped for this. Steven, I don't even think, really knows where I'm going with this segment. No, I don't. I know almost nothing about this segment, but I'm pretty... I'm pretty interested to learn uh, to learn a little bit more. I always get excited about the segments now. This has been a really fun addition to the podcast. We always talked about doing segments, but we were never as consistent in the past. But now that it's become like a normal, uh, a normal thing, I'm a big fan. And uh, we might be talking about the periodic table of elements a little bit too. We don't know. Could happen. I, I'm sure that's a joke that's going to come in eventually. <laughs> I, I'm just... I even posted in my Instagram story today, I was like, I can't wait for all the science jokes because I just figured people were going to throw something in there as soon as I said chemistry. So, Yeah, part of the reason for my excitement in this episode is just to see what bad jokes could be made about actual science class of chemistry, which I was a, a kind of a fan of, but not very good at. <laughs> <laughs> we all know your history with school in general. Well, to, to wrap it up, we'll also talk about the distinction between chemistry and compatibility. So I'm looking forward to it. This was a audience suggested uh, topic. So thank you to uh, that audience member for throwing this out there and I'm ready to go. Okay. Sounds good. So how do you, Brandon J. Flippin, define chemistry? So Chemistry is a class that you take in high school. Uh, it's a science. <laughs> Dude, this is starting just like the last episode. <laughs> you know what, though? I give us props. We, uh, we are still actually kind of on topic. You know, it's a lot of times we listen to podcasts. We talk about how they don't get to the topic for the first like five to ten minutes. You know, at least what we're talking about is somewhat relevant. Exactly. No. So chemistry, I think of in, in kind of in two uh, aspects. Number one, chemistry, I think, is the the ability to, I guess, flow with somebody. Um, just whether that, in some sort of interaction, whether that be the way that you communicate with them uh, verbally, non-verbally, just your ability to um, mesh with another person uh, is how one way I define chemistry. And the other thing, I think chemistry uh gets defined uh, within the dating world as uh, having chemistry with someone is sort of like having that spark. People talk about the spark that you have with somebody and you need that spark to really feel for them. Uh, So those would be the two areas that at least where I would be coming from with this. How do you define it? Dude, this is admittedly one of the most difficult things we've ever tried to define. As soon as I knew we were doing this topic, I was like, hmm, chemistry, it's just like, you know, just like it just it, it's like when it when it fits you know like it works but if it if it's bad chemistry then like that's when it doesn't work and like it is a really difficult thing to to like you you can feel when it's there it's kind of similar to i'd say like like this concept of love like well how do you know if you're in love well it's like you know you just you just kind of feel it which makes this extremely difficult to articulate um i'd say good chemistry is a a feeling where 
you almost can you can almost like expect how someone is going to react because you just like you almost feel it you feel connected to this person in a way where you can almost expect what their next move is going to be almost like you go almost like oh i know what their next word is going to be like i mean for brandon and i as an example i think we have pretty good like chemistry from doing this podcast and from just from being friends throughout the years where a lot of times if a situation happens i actually like know how brandon's probably going to um going to react to it um but it's but it's even a step beyond that because then there's people who I could, might be able to predict, but it doesn't mean that we have good chemistry. So that's where it gets a little bit more complicated. Um, and that's what we're going to kind of do the best in this episode to sort of iron some of this stuff out. Because I don't think either of us are like fully, I guess I don't, I don't want to speak for Brandon, but I don't think that either of us fully know how to, like where this conversation is going to go. Like most of the time I feel like we got kind of a, a basic idea, but I think a big part of this episode is just going to be us learning like you're going to probably be right here with us learning on what this chemistry thing is maybe by the end we'll be like we know exactly what kind of people we need to date maybe not but we'll see and i'm glad that you bring that up because uh, what i wanted to do for this episode is i i was hoping to uh do some research within uh the psychological field just to find out if chemistry is something that uh is being tested or talked about and to be honest i went through a uh, psychological article database that I have access to from being in school and after searching for a while there's not really much specifically on like chemistry between people I think it's not necessarily a slang term but it's more of a, a street term for a connection with somebody I don't think it's really thought of as um, a, a really uh, concrete idea within people's interactions but for some reason, we all kind of know we, we know a general idea of what having good chemistry would be and 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 whatnot and and so it isn't it's going to be an interesting episode just to discover what we think about uh, how this stuff works and I, I also to go back to what you were saying I think a big um, a big distinction between chemistry and just overall being able to. Uh, n- kind of predict somebody's thoughts or feelings is I think it's it's a mutual thing I think if you have chemistry with someone you both are kind of empathetic of each other whereas you might just be an aware person that can kind of know somebody and predict how they're going to react but they might not have it back to you so there would be a, a lack of chemistry and I don't want to define it for you but that's kind of what I took from what you were saying yeah that's a good way to to put it like yeah the both of you have this mutual understanding. Like, not only can I interpret one person, they can interpret me. Yeah. And there's sort of like a mutual understanding of one another. And that's great. Like, I think a lot of times, like, good chemistry is when you feel like someone truly understands, like, what makes you tick and they can, they can, like, build you up. Like, I mean, Brandon and I, a lot of times we talk about how we kind of set each other up for jokes because we, we just, like, know how to put each other, like, in our sweet spot of our, our sense of humor. Uh, so I think like things like that go a long way um, when it comes to good chemistry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you think that chemistry is automatic or can it be developed over time? So um, I think chemistry can be automatic. I, I think there are some people that you just automatically click with. Uh 
and I think that that typically comes from a sort of, if we look at it in a romantic sense, that can come uh, from an attraction standpoint. Like, uh, if you guys are attracted to overall physical appearance, you might be more willing to uh, kind of delve into what ma makes you who you are. And then um, also, if you guys just have uh, a similar sensibility, I think a lot of times you're going to mesh well. Um, but I also think, in my opinion, I do think this idea of chemistry is overblown. I think, uh, like, if I were to take it into psychological term terminology, you would think of this, I would think of this uh, as a comparison to euphoria. And euphoria within a relationship is kind of like that honeymoon phase that we that we feel with a person. That, that spark, I feel like, comes just from this overall euphoria. And it can typically last on average around two years based on the research that I, I've done on it and a lot of times that chemistry is kind of amplified from those feelings of euphoria but I think also if you talk about chemistry being developed over time that's also like you and I have gotten to understand each other over time so I think our chemistry has evolved because we know each other better and we're willing to get to know each other better and know each other how each other works and whatnot. So I guess that would be how I would go into it. What, what do you think? Yeah, well, first off, undoubtedly, chemistry can get better over time. Like, I think there's a certain element of it is a natural thing where there's, there's people in my life who I've, it, it's been much quicker, but I also think that, like, the more you get to know someone, the more that you're going to be able to know what their next move is going to be, the more you can understand them on um, an empathetic level. So definitely it gets better over time. But in terms of it being automatic, like undoubtedly there's been people that I've met um, who I just immediately like hit it off with. And, and I'm not even saying like in a romantic sense. Like I'm just saying like just in general, like immediately I feel like we were just like on the same, like on the same wavelength, whether it was we both made each other laugh right away. Uh, there's just there's just kind of something. I, I actually think that humor a lot of times is a good way for me to tell what my chemistry is with someone because if I'm around someone and I feel like we're kind of both laughing at each other's jokes, then that's usually like a pretty good that's usually a pretty good sign for me because humor is something that's not like it's so subjective. Like you can't just say like that person is definitely funnier than that person because you could have two people that could have complete opposite views on which is the funnier person. So a lot of times I use that as sort of a uh, like a, a frame of reference for people that I have some sort of level of chemistry with. And this is <laughs> I, I really do think that chemistry is so com it, it's so complicated because you know when you feel it, but you don't really like consciously. I I at least don't. I don't consciously think about it throughout the day. Like, you know, I had gone on a lot of, like, not that many Tinder dates and, and uh, dating app dates over the time that I've lived in Chicago, but, like, I did actually end up dating one person. Like, they became my girlfriend out of all the, the girls that I had gone out with. And, like, specifically with her, there was something that was different. It's not to say that she was just, like, prettier. There was just, like, something immediately that I was more drawn to that I got like butterflies around her that I didn't get with the other people. And I can't describe exactly why that was. If, if I could, then I would just be like, I know exactly what I want in life. Because sometimes you don't even know it, what it is that you want until you've actually experienced the feeling behind it. So that's why I think this is just such a, such a complicated 
Um, so you that specific situation you would describe the like that that feeling of butterflies in your stomach. You when you look back on it and reflect on it, you would say that that was because you had good chemistry with this person. Yeah, I think that was that was the part of the the automatic chemistry. That's why like, but that was that was like so quickly. Like that was like, it's hard for me to say like that. She could immediately like even predict. Like I don't think when I first met her, she was like, I know exactly what Steven is like. But I felt that there was immediate chemistry, which is why it makes this so complicated because. I don't know exactly why. Like I, I, I can't just like pinpoint it to like what it was, but I felt that that was strong chemistry. Like well, I guess, do you think that that doesn't count as chemistry? In that no, instance? I think it does. Well, and I was gonna say it is kind of a literal sense. You, you probably have a hormonal reaction. Like there's an actual chemical reaction to certain people, and and that's why the the discussion on attraction. You you don't really control who you're attracted to. You just kind of are attracted to people and that that is the kind of automatic thing um now there are definitely variables and factors that go into the chances of being attracted to somebody uh like proximity for instance uh in psychology they talk about proximity being a a major factor in attraction and it's just like well yeah if you if you are close to that person in proximity you're just around them a lot you probably have a better chance of developing some sort of attraction but i think in an automate on in an automatic sense there is um, there is something chemically probably going on. That's that euphoria that I was talking about. This you just kind of felt it. It wasn't necessarily anything that she even had to do. It just was maybe kind of there. I guess I don't know if it was something that she did. It just was just kind of was there. Could you tell us that? I it, it just felt like it was it was just there like immediately. Like I don't I don't really know how else to describe it. And yeah. I think that that's kind of what's cool about this. Like sometimes there are instances where you can't just say. You know, it was the moment that this person did this specific thing. Like, I don't really know. Well, and and I also think to go back to a mutual thing, I think part of the reason why I would consider your situation chemistry is it seemed like that person reciprocated those feelings to you as well. It wasn't a one-sided thing where you just felt an attraction to someone. It was yeah. an actual attraction and reciprocated that's a good point. attraction. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I immediately... I could just, like, from her body language and just, like, how the whole interaction was, I could just pick up on, like, okay, there's definitely something here. Yeah. And, you know, I, I can – I'm I'm pretty good at, like, if I'm spending time with a girl, I'm pretty good at, like, picking up on, like, the little cues of, okay, maybe there's, like, something here, um, at, least, at least from their perspective. Because, like, I know from my perspective, but it's sometimes, like, you, we're just kind of left guessing, like, where are they at with this? But on that one, I was very, like, okay, I feel this. Well, do you – I guess – what are your thoughts on sexual tension? Do you feel like, do you feel like any of that was like a, a sexual tension thing, or do you think sexual tension comes into chemistry at all? I don't know. That 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 becomes complicated because I know how like the rest of that relationship played out. So it's hard for me to like take myself back to like that specific moment in time and sure. try to like remember the specifics to it. But I, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. On just how sexual tension relates yeah, to like, chemistry. I mean, the fact that you bring this up, I'm wondering, like, do you have a developed thought on this? Well, I guess sexual tension to me would be more contextual. Like, you might have good chemistry with somebody, and because you have good chemistry with somebody, and your environment doesn't allow you to act on that chemistry, maybe specifically sexually, then you develop the sexual tension. It's like 
all of these feelings of attraction and, and uh, I guess, mutual um, romance or whatever are bottled up because you can't do it for whatever reason. Um, that That's... I think basically, so I would say chemistry leads into sexual tension if you don't get to act on those feelings of, of chemistry. That, that if I if I just on the spot were to try to describe it, that's that's how I think it would interact with one another. Um, mm. I'm, I'm I'm curious what your opinion. On, so we got an audience comment, um, and it was as quickly as chemistry can happen, it can disappear. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, I think it because I think sometimes based on situations and circumstances, like if something happens where I feel like I'm very caught off guard, like wow, I didn't think this person would act like this in this situation, like throw me under the bus, throw me out, leave me out to dry, like that kind of stuff. I might that might have an impact on me. Like it has had an impact on me before where I'm like, okay. All right, I th- I thought I like that kind of that that thought of I thought I knew you. I thought I knew you, and uh, it's a pretty bad feeling. So I think that can definitely happen. And also just like when you grow up, as we've talked about, like you have, you've, you have more experiences, you learn more things, you become a different person. Like you're not this – I'm not the same person now. Like the, the, the type of people that are probably going to be drawn to me now versus who were drawn to me 10 years ago are going to be different. And it's – a lot of that's because I'm not the same person I was now than I was back then, and that goes for them too. Well, I, I definitely agree with your second point. I, I do think that... If <laughs> First you, point, complete garbage. Well, second I'll talk point. about that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's not garbage. I just I think I have a, a little bit of a rebuttal there. Um, the, the second point, though, I, I do find uh, there are, there's a lot of validity in it. Like, as you evolve as a person, we talk about this within relationships, about how you can either grow together or grow apart. And if you grow apart and you both develop... Uh, a desire for different things i guess your overall sensibility can change as well and then you just don't mesh with that person anymore and that could lead to a dissolution of a relationship which is my segue into your first point i think that's a little different i think uh what happens in a relationship itself is is more um focused on the relationship not necessarily on chemistry itself i guess chemistry i think is something that if you have good chemistry with somebody unless you both are like change as people like think of this like if you and i stopped talking for a couple of years i guarantee you that if you and i had a phone call in a couple of years after not talking we would feel like we picked up right where we left off like it would feel like we didn't have time apart and i think it's just because we have good chemistry and I think I have those relationships with people where I might go a while without talking to them. And it's like, I talk to them and I'm like, God, I miss this person because we just mesh so well together. It feels like our friendship it just never took any breaks, you know? So I think chemistry, unless you actually change as people, even, even if the relationship is impacted, I think it's a separate thing. Like you can still have chemistry with that person. It's just you don't want that relationship with them anymore because you lost trust in them or something. That's where I would make the differentiation. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. I mean, to, to a certain extent, like there definitely are people like that in my life where I might go, especially because I don't live um, anywhere near where I grew up and a lot of my best friends still live back there. It's like when I go home a lot of times it's as if no time has gone by. It's just, it just, it's so seamless. It's like, I just saw them yesterday. Um, yeah. 
Well, so, and actually, that. this makes me. I want to ask you this too, because you and I are both, uh, you know, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I would say that you. Well, and let's I pat ourselves. In the, I'm. I'm all. I'm team. Pat ourselves in the back all the time. <laughs> I'll take every opportunity to pat myself in the back. Well, we're both extroverted <laughs> people, and overall, I'd say we're pretty good in social contexts. So I wonder if we, just because we're good in social context, have a better chance of developing chemistry with people because we're just good at those interactions. Do you think there's any validity in yes, that? Yes. I, I, well, I, I think that – so as I've talked about before, people are always focused on these like very measurable things like, you know, what did someone score on their ACT? How tall is someone? Like how many like, – like they find like numbers that they can equate to. But I think sure. like – like what you just described is a very difficult um, thing to measure character characteristic to actually measure. Right. But I do think that like charisma in a lot of ways is something that like more people are going to be drawn to the chemistry of that person because it's, it's hard to, to like quantify what it is exactly, but like there's a sort of a familiarity and a sort of like energy that you feel around a person. And, um, so no, I I fully believe that. Like I th- I've always thought that one of my like life strengths is that I, I can, I kind of give off like a familiar vibe. Like a lot of times I feel like people are, j- just feel like oh like I feel like I've known you for a while, and I think that's like it's a really cool, cool trait because when I come across someone who I feel that way about, it's always like really awesome. Just kind of you just kind of feel like you have an instant friend. Well, and I've also felt that it can be sort of misleading this quality that we probably have in ourselves is mm-hmm. we might be able to bring something out of somebody that on a day-to-day basis they're they don't share with people and so for us we get to see this quality because you know whatever it is whether it's charisma or just overall uh, willingness to communicate any of those things uh, they show it to us and we think oh this is the real them but the- but on a day-to-day basis, they might not actually be that person. They're just comfortable enough around you to be that person. And it can be misleading because you're like, oh, yes, I'll, I love how they are. But it's like, well, is that really how they are? Because aside from when they're doing that with me, they don't really act that way. So it's, it's, uh, it's a tough thing to try to uh, keep a perspective on when, when you do have the, the ability to have that extroversion or charisma or communication skills. So I just wanted to mention that's a really good point because some people I think they actually get kind of screwed over because they're not like they, they're kind of closed off. You know, when people say, you know, I'm kind of shy until you get to know me. Mm -hmm. Like a lot, a lot of people will say that. And I've always thought like, you know, that's, that's like actually pretty unfortunate because a lot of people are never going to get to know you because they're not going to have the time. They're not going to put in the effort and, I mean, there could like there could be plenty of people out there who I have amazing chemistry with, who I'll probably never even talk to. Like I'll probably just walk by them all the time. Hell, I could work with them, and we'll just never find out that we have good chemistry because sure. they're just kind of closed off. And you know, that's that's like a whole separate discussion altogether. But you know, there's just a lot of things that play into the the whole chemistry thing. Like in the past, I feel like I gravitated towards more like quiet girls. I don't know if I just liked the the mystery of not knowing what they would be like. You like when girls as, shut up, right? That's what you that's what you said before yeah. we started the podcast. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You're back at this again. I've really been promoting this sense of humor to, to people around me. I've been doing it all the time now. It's pretty damn funny. But I don't know. I just feel like as I've gotten older, I'm I'm probably a little bit less likely to give the quiet girl a chance as I was when I was younger because I'm just like, 
I mean, there's just there's so many people. If someone's going to actually not be so closed off and I actually can just feel the chemistry right away, I'm not messing around with the shyer person. Sure. And uh, I don't know. I don't really know what that point means. I just felt like I needed to make that point. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that we'll talk about that more when we get to the compatibility stuff, too, because I think that that does add another layer to, to all of this. Dude, we're in a lot of layers, dude. Me and you are just Shrek and Shrek 2. <laughs> well, Shrek 2 is better than Shrek 1 for all you who don't know. Oh, you think so, huh? Yeah. I've gotten this debate before. I actually got – me and uh, an ex of mine broke up because we couldn't come to agreement on which <laughs> Shrek was better. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Only partially a joke. You guys had good chemistry <laughs> until you had that argument about Shrek. Then I recognized that, wait a second, she thinks that Shrek 1 is actually better than Shrek 2? There's no chemistry here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, w- that, was, that was tough. Because, I mean, that's just a bad opinion. Bad opinions will definitely destroy a chemistry. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hot takes uh, by Stephen Russell B. <laughs> Dude, team hot takes over here. Hey, is uh, hey Brandon, is uh, chemistry something you pay attention to when beginning a relationship? I think it's hard not to. Uh, I think if you feel a, a general sense of chemistry, it it can be very infatuating. It's just you you feel a connection with somebody without even really having developed that. So if if you have it uh, right off the bat, it's it's like yeah, me and this person mesh really well. I I will say that. Because I've come from uh, a perspective where I think chemistry is overblown, it's not the most important thing to me. I think that you can develop that just by getting to know somebody. And I also think that a lot of that is like chemistry, again, I think can be literal chemistry. Like sometimes your body just reacts a certain way based on certain attraction. But I think so I I try to manage it. But I will say, yeah, I, I pay attention to it. What about you? Definitely. Well, yeah, this is a really good point because my best relationship, I don't think from a chemistry standpoint that we got off to like the best start. Like I, I feel like I had to like get to know them a little bit more before her and I like started to, to mesh click. better. Yeah. So I, uh, I definitely feel that. I definitely think it's also something I do pay a lot of attention to because to me, I'm at the point now where I can pretty quickly, like early on in the process, just kind of tell where where things are going for my, like for myself. Now, I don't know if I've actually gone too far where maybe I've become like too judgmental where I'm just immediately like 10 seconds into getting to know someone. If I'm just like, this would never work. Cause maybe I'm being like too, too cruel, which, um, is probably the case to be honest with you. Cause that's, it's, I think I just have my guard up a lot. So I, I pay attention to the whole chemistry thing a lot because I feel like that's like a huge thing. And it, it feels incredible when you're, you're hitting, but I mean, based on like my track record, I've noticed that it's not really the best indication of like long-term success how the how it opens in in, in the chemistry department. But I think you bring up a really interesting uh, point, though, is your track record or even just your relationships in the past can lead you to kind of shut certain doors. Like y- you might because you had a relationship where it either started with this one way and it ended poorly, you might have a sort of anxiety about if it doesn't feel right in a certain sense, you might associate it with maybe a past relationship or something and say, I'm not going to give this a chance because I did one time and it didn't work out. So I think that's something that's really important to stay aware of uh, because I think I at least 
would encourage people to try to separate. Like, I, I think it's good to learn from stuff and pay attention to certain things that maybe uh, could lead to um, a, a bad relationship and whatnot. But I think there also is a certain, like this person is separate from who you were with in the past. And sometimes I think that we refuse to give chances to people who uh, might remind us of something from the past even though they have nothing to do with it oh yeah yeah no i i feel that a lot actually <laughs> um okay so i'm actually is there anything else you want to say on that or you want to jump to the next point you can go to the next point so how do you think chemistry changes during a relationship well i think we touched on this earlier i think that i mean if you have a a somewhat sustainable relationship I think the idea would be that your chemistry with that person would grow or evolve into something even more powerful because you would get to know that person and hopefully if you have a relationship where there is uh, a reciprocation between both parties uh, then you guys would develop that empathy with one another. You'd get to know one another. You'd desire to get to know one another. And so overall, your your ebbs and flows of your relationship would uh, more most likely be clicking. Um, but then again, on the other hand, we also talked about if you are changing as people, and then I think your chemistry can probably uh, devolve into something lesser than what it might have started as but what do you what do you think when any relationship starts off like versus as you progress the every little bit of information that you learn along the way is going to change the overall dynamic between you and that person so i think as you become more vulnerable as they become more vulnerable there's so many things that can impact it like for example if one person starts opening up a lot more than the other person like about you know their their past or just or maybe like their mental health issues and the other person's a little bit more closed off like that's going to have an impact on the chemistry i feel like between the two of them to a certain extent cuz it's going to impact the the openness of one person versus the other they might feel like they're not getting a, a a fair shot at things is that really chemistry related or is that just the overall dynamic it's kind of hard to like where do you draw the line on what is just relationship dynamic and what is actually like the overall chemistry because that initial spark that kept them to keep to start dating or or, or push him along like it's still there in a certain extent but now it's impacted by the vulnerability by the factors by the experiences that have happened um during the relationship so i think it's gonna it just changes when you have more information on things like if it, it should change as you have more information on things because you I mean, you're going to be, you're going to have to reevaluate when you've got more information. And I will, uh, I mean, you made me think about, I want to kind of um, give a little more context to my point of view. Again, I'm coming from a point of view that uh, puts less stock into the whole euphoria phase of a relationship, that honeymoon phase that we've talked about. Uh, yeah. Because I think the, you might have, the impression that your chemistry is the best in that first like two year span because everything feels heightened and amplified due to those uh, hormones that cause that euphoria. Um, but I think, I think actually, if you were to, if there was some way to actually measure chemistry, I think that 
uh, even though it feels more powerful in the beginning, that's just because of whatever like literal chemistry is happening to your body. But then once you actually get to know a person, I think it just makes sense that over time you're going to develop a better uh, capacity for empathy with them and communication and meaning that overall chemistry should uh, increase if you guys remain together and keep that mutual. Dude, I fully agree on the whole like euphoria thing because one thing I've become very guilty of, and I've definitely discussed this with you before, where sometimes I become almost like enraptured with all of the these like great feelings of like spending time with someone to the point where like I might be shutting out all of the other things in my life, like whether I, I got stop doing the things I care about or I start doing like more destructive behaviors because I'm just like so focused on like how great this one feeling is to spend time with this person. And um, I don't think that that necessarily means that, like the chemistry I have with that person is like the most incredible thing ever. I, Cause like, I, I, or maybe I'll even, I'll even say this another way just because it feels incredible in the moment. And I don't want to go too far off the topic of the episode, but like just because it feels incredible in the moment doesn't necessarily mean that like it has any long-term sustainability and I think that's a really important distinction to make between something that just feels great because a lot of times something might feel a little bit more, I don't want to say boring, but like a little bit less of a roller coaster. And like that could be good. You could have amazing chemistry with someone. It just has less less like really bad lows and really incredible highs maybe. Like I, 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 I don't know. It's, 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 <laughs> it's just – it's really tough because – Chemistry in itself, it's like such a, it's such a hard concept to like to boil down. I just feel like too many people they're they're so focused on it. like kind of like what you said. You don't look into. You think it's kind of an overrated thing. I think it's overrated too, because just because you have great chemistry with someone doesn't also mean that like they're actually going to be a good partner. Because maybe they have a bunch of things. Maybe the future that they want is not what you want, and you just stick with them because you just have good chemistry. Like they maybe they want seven kids. You don't even want kids. And just because you have great chemistry doesn't mean you should continue to date this person. People still do it all the time. And they're like, well, you know, I thought maybe they would stop wanting to have seven kids. I thought maybe I could negotiate or something. Well, and, and the, the tragic thing about that is because chemistry can feel so powerful or even specifically if we talk about that euphoria, you can feel like the person that you loved the most in your life is not the person who you end up with which is kind of tragic to me but I think it's sometimes it's because you feel like there's a, a specific kind of connection that is so uh, palpitating it's just like uh, I freaking I need this person it's it you're just enthralled with this this feeling that you have with them but uh, and I, I i'm trying to avoid getting into the compatibility thing because i think this is where those things are mm-hmm. to have the distinction um but just because you feel that really uh, deep connection with them does not mean that you're a good mesh which is again why i i guess try to encourage that this isn't everything this is overblown like sure it might be nice to feel that spark but what's if you're talking about having a lifelong partner you're never going to feel that spark forever there's a reason why it's called a spark it's like instant instantaneous almost it's 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 a it's a quick intense feeling in a moment um i mean that moment can be stretched out for a certain amount of time but overall it's it's pretty temporary uh and that that's the tough thing because that because that feeling feels so powerful we think that 
we got to follow our feelings. We got to follow our heart, and 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 got, that guides us to who we're supposed to be with. But I think there is more logic that comes into it. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's dude. Where it's I'm hard going. to have logic when you're feeling like there's a bunch of euphoria going on. Sure. Yeah, that's a tough one. Hmm. 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 So. This is really applicable to talk about, is chemistry important for making friends, coming from a couple of friends? It seems like this is, a, this is kind of our topic here. I, I wonder if, if I would consider it even more important for friendship. Because like when it comes to relationships, like, like a romantic relationship, you, well, I guess I don't want to speak for everybody, but I would I would think that a lot of people would consider a romantic relationship like one where you're going to end up maybe getting married or something like that ends up having a deeper connection than you would ever have with just a friend. And so I think the overall like friendship aspect, maybe you don't need to explore the depth of that relationship as much as you would need in a romantic relationship. And so just the overall ability to flow with one another, which I guess I would describe as the chemistry, might be more important because you can, you're not as tied to that person. And so you can just kind of, you, with friendship, with friends, you can kind of keep it more surface level. It's just like, well, how do we mesh together? I mean, obviously you can have deeper friends. Like I think that you and I have a really good chemistry, which is why I, you know, our friendship leads to deep conversations and a podcast and, and, uh, you know, discussions on, on things. But I wouldn't say that, um, I would say also that just leads to our like worldviews and, and our ambitions and whatnot. Um, but I can have the same level of, I guess, chemistry with another friend, but not necessarily agree with what they want out of life, but I'll still be friends with them because, that friendship doesn't lead us to something more. It's, it's tough to explain. I'll let you go. What, what do you think? I'd actually, I don't want to say that it's not important, but I don't think it's that important because I think a lot of times with friendships for me that it's more just based on like what common interests do we have? Like, do we both like baseball? I could be friends with someone who just likes baseball and I don't agree with how they live their life or a lot of the things that they do. Now, when I say friends, that's another thing we could spend time like defining what's actually considered a friend. Is a friend just someone you go to a baseball game with, or is a friend someone who you tell um, your emotional side or your tr- your life traumas and stuff like that? That could be a complication, but I don't really think it's that. It's not that important. Like it's. Not, I would say I I rarely crosses my mind on when I'm just like talking to just like a, a guy I work with or something, it rarely crosses my mind like, do we have good friendship chemistry here or am I, or like, is this friendship worth my time on a chemistry level? Like, it, I don't think I've ever put too much thought into that. I, I think that friends a lot of times is just like, I they, I categorize them as different friends. Like, oh, this is my going out friend. This is my content creation friend. This is my friend who I talk about deep stuff with. And yeah, for me, that's, that's kind of what I think about. I don't even really think I... I mean, I, yeah, I, I think I, I like not always having the best chemistry with my friends in a weird way because I feel like it, it's a good way to learn different perspectives and, like, try to make it work. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm weird in that sense that I'm, that I'm almost, like, anti it, but I don't think too, I don't think it's that important, really. Well, 
I don't know if I just knowing you and your friends. I don't know that I agree with your perspective. Well, oh, okay, let's let let let's let's do it. Just because wait, wait, I wait. feel like <laughs> overall you need to have with with you and your friends. I feel like you need to have a certain ability to communicate with them, and that speaks to a certain level of chemistry. Um, I, I think it's different when you're talking about acquaintances and just like being able to gain new perspectives from others. But when it comes to you and your friends, I feel like I always see a certain capacity of chemistry you might not think about it because chemistry yeah, yeah, i think yeah. is a lot of times uh automatically associated with relationships but for the most part i see chemistry in you and your friends yeah no i i mean i i do i think like if you actually were to look at my friends there probably is chemistry between me and them but i don't think that like it's the most important thing i don't think that it's a completely necessary thing i think as long as I respect and can trust someone, that's about all I really care about. And then the rest of it is, you know, what what things do we have in common? And then recognizing, like, what role... I think if you wanted to say, is chemistry important for making your best friends? Yes. I would say it's important for making, like, your absolute best friends. Most of the time, they're going to be someone that you have good chemistry with, someone you want to spend time with, someone that you just gel well with, you laugh at each other's jokes. Yeah, I'd say it's important for making best friends, but just... I, you could definitely be friends with someone who you don't have very good chemistry with. I think that would be completely fine. We ready for the new segment? Dude. Yes. I'm ready for the new <laughs> segment. I'm, right. I'm always ready. <laughs> all right, folks. This is, again, the moment you've all been waiting. I think I say that every single time we do this segment. This segment is called, Is There a Spark? This segment is uh, one where we take celebrities and try to guess if we'd have a spark with them or some sort of chemistry with them. So I've got a list of celebrities here that I uh, that we'll go through, and we'll try to find out if Stephen and I think that we'd have a spark or some sort of chemistry with them. So first off, Kim Kardashian. Stephen, what do you think the spark oh, would I, be? I get to lead this one. Did you did you intentionally put her on here because we got in this discussion earlier today? Well, I was trying to put kind of controversial uh, celebrities on here just to make it a little more interesting, uh, and she came to mind. But dude, I feel like there's no way if she's if she's married to Kanye, who I also right, well, don't think no, I no take out the with. married thing. All right, let, if, no, if, no, 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 no. I I recognize that, but like knowing that she has clearly good chemistry with Kanye, and knowing that there's no way I'd have good chemistry with Kanye. I sort of feel like, yeah, no, this is uh, this is a no go for me, dude. I feel like me and Kim would just hit. No, it off. Dude, there's no way, dude. There's no way that you think that you and Kim. Kim are like, and me would be incredible, like inseparable. We yeah, all we think, have the same like so. interests, the same uh, sense of humor. No, um, you like, don't think so. I think you guys both have a similar booty, but I think that's about Hell it. yeah, dude. Well, see, that's something we could talk about. That's that's definitely. Yeah, so you don't need chemistry to talk about your booty. You can just talk <laughs> about your booty. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I'm going to add one because we have one. Ariana Grande. <laughs> Steven. Okay. All right, let's add Ariana Grande. No, I would not. I don't think so at all. What? <laughs> I don't think so at all. You guys are both I Italian? Mean, I mean, she's she's a pretty lady. Maybe we could... I think I would say better with her than with Kim. Okay. I'll say better with her. Because, like, 
She was on Nickelodeon shows. I like Nickelodeon shows. The Italian thing, that would be cool. She grew up in Florida. I went to Florida a lot. So there's already, like, a, some commonalities. We're closer in age than me and Kim. Um, yeah. I have to figure something, figure something out. I'm thinking you're turning your answer around here. <laughs> I'm, turning, I'm turning this around, man. You and Ariana. Interesting. Okay. Me and Ariana, dude. What don't we have in common? Both, you got that singing thing in common, for sure. We're both singers. Uh, we're both super skinny and tiny. <laughs> Dude, that, is that chemistry, though? <laughs> I'm just now you're just saying physical attributes. And I'm not even accurate on the physical attributes. <laughs> you're saying inaccurate physical attributes. Uh, Ariana Grande and me. Um, I would just be too angry with her about Pete Davidson. I don't think we could ever make it work. Yeah, dude, that's a good point. That's pissing me off. All right, Miley Cyrus. I don't think so. (laughs) I really don't think so. She seems like someone that would drive me nuts, to be honest. Did I tell you that uh, one of my buddies in Tennessee went to uh, elementary school with her, and she had a crush on him? Dude, no way. I know two different people that have kissed her before. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Dude, Do you I think know. she's attractive? Are you attracted to her? Not really. I mean, she's okay. I'll be honest. When she kind of went through her crazy phase, uh, <laughs> you were all I about was it. all about it. Dude. I, was, I was so attracted to her. What? Uh, dude, don't even what, what like me. You phase? you have uh, an inclination for trashy girls. I don't want to hear your crap. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, Brit- Britney Spears. We might, we might have a little spark. Oh, okay. <laughs> might have a little spark. You think so, huh? Dude, I, I got a thing for Britney Spears. Does it like doesn't matter what Britney Spears it is. Just Britney Spears. I think, I think I could see a little bit. You think she'd be into you? Oh, 100%. I get you not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Oh I don't God. think that you <laughs> But, you know, it's it's interesting to think about. It's definitely interesting. I'm interested. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. Like she's got that little bit of crazy side, but she's but like it's in a different way than Miley Cyrus. Um <laughs> I feel like she seems like she she could be low key at times. I was like she was my childhood crush, so I feel like that's not really that relevant, but it gives us something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jamie? I know that she's not on the list, but do you think you'd have better chemistry Ooh. with Britney or Jamie? Yeah, Spears? Pro- uh Honestly, probably Jamie. Yeah, closer in age. Yeah. She's got a kid, too. That could be. Gives me some talking material. (laughs) (laughs) Talking material. Uh, All right. Um, Johnny Depp. Are you not going to answer Britney Spears? Oh, yeah. I suppose I probably should. Uh, Britney, I'm going to say no. We wouldn't wouldn't have chemistry. Yeah, I don't think so. She'd be too into me, and I'd be like, back off. Right, yeah, geez. yeah, I could see that for sure. I, 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 in a weird way, I kind of feel like Johnny Depp and I probably actually would have decent chemistry with one another. I could, I could see it. He, he seems like he, you could have a deep conversation with him. Um, he's not like, like he's kind of crazy, but he just like seems, he seems chill. He doesn't seem as, like he definitely seems like he's pretentious. Don't get me wrong; it's definitely a pretentious side of him. But I also just think that like 
if we were like, yo, Johnny, be on the podcast. Like, there's a small part of me that thinks, like, he'd be, he'd be thinking, all right, whatever, sure. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. But, I mean, that would be dope. That'd be awesome. I think he's also from Kentucky. That's, like, pretty far or pretty close to Ohio. So, like, we're pretty much got that connection. It's kind of like the same age <laughs> as my dad. So he's like. <laughs> no, you're just throwing out random shit. Kentucky. He's literally, like, two years older than my dad, so it's kind of like hanging out with my second dad and what. Your second dad? All right. Only this guy was also a pirate at one point, but just for TV. Yeah, I think, I think uh, if nothing else, I would like to at least talk to him and just get to know, like, because I respect him as an actor and to get to know yeah. his process and if he'd be willing to talk to See, that's the thing with these celebrities is sometimes I feel like they – put themselves on a pedestal where it, it, it's like you have to be a certain uh status to really get anything real out of them so i would be worried yeah. about that but if yes if, if in a scenario he was like you know what sure i'll go on the everything must go podcast i feel like <laughs> i feel like if he came to that perspective dude, add him to the list dude he'll put him on the list he's getting on the show dude he's he's one of our white whales <laughs> dude all right. This yeah, I don't know. I, I, I also, one, one other thing on him, the fact he likes to play weird characters and I like to play weird characters, I feel like it would be a good conversation just getting to know that part of him, like why he likes it so much. All right, this next one I know you would hit it off with. Takashi 6 9 <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just uh, learning a little bit more about this guy. Uh, wasn't a fan. Wasn't a big fan of this guy. So uh, I I feel like we could probably, like, I don't know. He seems like the kind of guy I could play like Nintendo sixty four with. And we'd be fine, but like, we—I don't think we talk about like. I don't know. I feel like this might be one of those guys that maybe I get along with a little more than I than some of the others. You think so? <laughs> I think. I feel I like know. he's the kind of guy that would absolutely hate me for some reason. <laughs> Dude, I feel like he. Well, he, I could see because he—he, I mean, a lot of like hip hop artists give off this facade of just being these big tough guys all the time they're so yeah. cool and usually those guys don't mesh well with me because i <laughs> i think i at least try to see cool. past their facade and try to get to the real them and i think that makes them uncomfortable <laughs> and so typically they don't like me so i could just see him not liking me at all i don't think we had good chemistry what about uh what about cardi b dude no way cardi i just don't have <laughs> I know a lot of people are like respect Cardi B. I don't. I don't respect her. Why not? I just I don't. It doesn't do nothing for me. Like I think that she's attractive, but her personality type is just so annoying. Like I I can't I I can't stomach her. I kind of like her. I think. I mean, I think she gets caught up in the the game of the industry that she's in, but. I don't know. I've watched some of her live streams and stuff, and she like I think she's funny. Um, I think a lot of times she is pretty honest with who she is, uh, which I appreciate. I don't know. I would like to at least oh, have a conversation. She's with honest her. about who she is. Who is she? That's the real question. She just doesn't. She doesn't like to take shit from people. She'll tell you what she feels to your face. I mean, that's tough to come by. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. It's not the biggest fan of her. Like, she's funny sometimes. I think that she's attractive, but I don't like her. How about Nicki Minaj? I like her a little bit more than Cardi B, actually. 
but I don't like her either. What? You don't like Nikki? <laughs> Not really. I just, I mean, I don't really like either of their music, which I feel like definitely hurts my ability to, like, see this as, like, logically. But, yeah, like, if, if I don't, yeah, that makes it tough for me. Also, like, I don't know, I don't, like, follow Nicki Minaj as much, so I feel like maybe I, I don't know as much info to be like, oh, yeah, maybe I'd get along with this aspect of her. I'll just say I am really fucking attracted to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I think she's so hot. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely attractive too. Um, yeah, both Cardi B and Nicki Minaj just fascinate me. So I would like to at least try to have a conversation. I guess I don't know if I'd have good chemistry with them, um, but uh, they're they're fascinating characters to me. So I, I'd like to get to know like them. Uh, I'm sure you'd like to get to know. Dude, I'd really <laughs> like to get to know. <laughs> you'd really like to get to know both of them. All right. All right. This last one. You've been uh, just loving this guy recently. <laughs> Steven is all about this guy. He just loves everything about him. Logan Paul, what do you think? Chemistry or no chemistry? I, I actually think that Logan Paul and I would... We'd somewhat get along, but his, like... The thing that drives me the most crazy is that he's he's so alpha that, like, he's oblivious to, like, how to empathize at all with any other perspectives. Um so he would drive me crazy and like the fact he's always like go 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 and like I know that he would think that he was better than me and the fact that I would hate that so much we'd probably clash a lot to be honest with you but I think um, there would be elements that I would like about him but I, I don't think we could ever be like nothing more than like kind of friends that's it like I, I, I think it would be fine I just don't think we'd be like super awesome friends I think Logan Paul would be another guy that just did not like me at all. Because, <laughs> again, <laughs> pretty much all of these guys that, like, that, that they give off this vibe of this really alpha thing and yeah. they're just too cool for school, typically I don't treat them that way. Like, I'll still treat them like they're just another person. And I feel like yeah. a lot of times that just rubs people the wrong way, especially people like that. So I don't think he'd like me. And... No, he probably I don't wouldn't. think he I would like him guys. either. To be from what I know about, dude, him. you got to get to know him more. You're judging him. I mean, yes, like all of these people, we don't actually know, so we don't <laughs> we don't dude, know what they podcasts. actually are like. But from I guess the <laughs> the image that they uh, portray in in the media, I I would I don't think I'd like. Him. Yeah, there's definitely some things about Logan Paul I don't respect. Uh, something he did in Japan, you know, not not the biggest fan of some of the stuff he does, but. You know, doesn't mean he's a, a horrible person. Also, I think on a side note to all this, it's possible to have chemistry with bad people, <laughs> like people that you don't respect. I think I tend to agree. Like, you don't need to like everything about them to have good chemistry with them. I, I think that's a, that's a fair point. Uh, but Logan Paul was the last on our list. So I know everybody loved this segment. This segment was called, Is There a Spark? Thank you guys so much for listening. Dude, what a segment. What? Segment of the week. Segment of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. We haven't done another segment this week. Segment of the week, dude. <laughs> All right. We've been, we've been hinting at this a lot, so let's bring it home with a couple of uh, uh, topics on uh, compatibility. 
I was a little disjointed there, but you know, I'm working through it. Whenever we do a segment, I'm always all over the place. Takes Steven a while to recover. I get it. It's all right. Dude, I have a tough time recovering from segments, dude. It's a hangover effect of segments. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. What is the distinction between chemistry and compatibility? You tell me, Brandon. So chemistry, uh, again, if you remember my definition from earlier, can be one of two things. It can be that feeling of that spark in the beginning, or it can just be the overall ability to, I guess, flow within your interactions with somebody. I would define compatibility as uh, your your chances at a sustainable relationship with a person. Like you, you are compatible with them because you complement each other in certain areas. You have the same goals out of life, the same desires. You are headed down a similar path and therefore are compatible with one another. Uh, if I were to wrap it up, that's, that's what I would say. What about you? What's your Dude. distinction? Dude, this is definitely, t- I, I, I guess maybe the example that I used earlier would be a good example of the difference. So, I think chemistry I probably had with that one X where um, chemistry wise, like right off the bat, like it just felt good. You know, we ended up dating pretty fast. Things moved pretty quickly, uh, but compatibility, like that relationship didn't really last that long. I think like in the long run, we saw that maybe though there was elements of like us being drawn to one another from a ke- str- uh, just strictly chemistry perspective, there wasn't like a lot of compatibility. We didn't really want the same things in the long term. We didn't prioritize the same things. So there really wasn't a compatibility there. And I think that that's what the distinction I was trying to make earlier about just because something feels amazing, like there's a great euphoria around it, doesn't actually mean that it's a good idea in the long run because though you might feel great with this person, if they want seven kids, you don't want kids, they're very career-oriented, you're more family-oriented, like whatever those differences are, like those make a big deal um, of difference when it comes to compatibility in the long run. So that would be the the distinction between the two of them for me. Well, and I think uh, to bring back that topic about how I I believe that your ability within uh, social situations, like if you're good in social situations or you're good, you're you're an extroverted person, you probably have a better chance of just developing chemistry with a lot more people because you get more chances to interact with people. But I think. For those people, it's more important to pay attention to, you know, the compatibility portion because you can feel like you have chemistry with a ton of people, but that doesn't mean you're compatible with everybody. So I think it is. I when I when I was doing research for this topic, there was actually a video I watched, and he talked about how a nun and a stripper probably aren't going to be too compatible with one another. But if they were just to like have a conversation, they could feel chemistry with each other. So the, the, the different life paths kind of show that they're not going to be compatible. Um, wait, did I say a nun? I meant uh, a, a preacher. Whatever. I mean, a nun would work too, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's my point. It's just like the different life paths means they're probably not going to follow the same, the same road throughout their life. But uh, they can still interact well with one another. I agree. I, I want to comment on this this audience comment because I feel very strongly about this and I mentioned it recently I don't know if it was on a live stream I don't know when I said this but the the comment is you can be physically attracted to someone but if you don't connect with them emotionally it won't work and uh, dude I 110% agree with this comment one of the most annoying baffling things about human existence is how all the time people are like oh man I'm so into this person like (laughs) It's annoying when people are like, dude, go up to that chick. Like, she's really hot. Like, 
I get it how we'll just see someone who physically like checks off the boxes of something that we're we are drawn to, but when you get to know them a little bit and you immediately realize like there's zero chemistry and like there just doesn't seem to be anything that works on a compatibility standpoint either. Like it's okay to just realize like actually you probably just shouldn't go for this person. So <laughs> it, it yes, it, this this is this comment it happens all the time, but people still go after these people still go after these people. I don't understand it. Like why why do people pursue people just because of their looks? Like you you should just move on and like find someone else who has looks and has like the right personality. I don't know why people get so caught up in I don't know if it's the euphoria of the idea of being with someone who you're that physically attracted to, but if if you can't connect with them emotionally, it's going to be an awful relationship and an awful experience. Well, again, I think when when a person or a relationship is right in front of you, a lot of times it's harder to see past what's right in front of you because what's right in front of you might be this uh, very powerful physical attraction to them and so you feel drawn to them and you want it to work i would say that possibly my last relationship that's kind of how i felt like i didn't feel like our chemistry was very good in the beginning i was kind of just i I couldn't really figure her out and i um, it just i didn't think that i think we were coming from two different uh walks of life and and headed towards two different walks of life but i was so attracted to her and she was so attracted to me that we just kept trying. And eventually we did develop more chemistry. But I do think it's hard. Like when you have that person in front of you and they may have a couple qualities about them that it's like, well, I do like this about them. You just want to keep trying to make it work. And it's it's tough to see past that thing that's right in front of your face. You can kind of get tunnel visioned on that. And um yeah, so I, it is, if you, again, if you can separate the emotion from it, if you can think logically in that situation, you'd hope that you'd be able to see, hey, I can still find a person I'm attracted to and it works, but it's always tough. It's a lot easier to say that outside of the situation than it is when, when you're actually in it, so. Yeah, dude, I I wish I could sometimes just like shake someone and be like, look what you're doing, you're going after yeah. this horrible person, that's such a bad fit for you just because you like how they look. Or you want to like look cool to your friends, but like it's gonna be a bad road ahead, even if you do get this person. Well, and I think that perspective, I think uh, surface level beauty is a lot of times really pushed on us uh, through society. Like we, there are certain beauty standards that we're just we hold on a pedestal, and so a lot of times we actually think it's a lot more important than it probably is. So it's. Uh, it's tough to manage all of these different variables that come into play. And uh, overall, like you said, it would be nice to be able to shake somebody out of it. But when you have all these things building up to a perspective, I'm gonna go do that today. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go walk over there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find someone tonight who's out of their damn mind. And be like, yo, quit doing this. I need to knock. You, I need to knock you straight here. And they're just like, holy shit, you're right. And they break up with the person right in the spot. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that was the moment they needed. Okay, stranger. <laughs> That's how they talk, too. Nice. Sure, stranger. <laughs> That's a weird accent okay. for Chicago, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? What's the, what's the proper accent for uh, not that, that character? <laughs> that the was like from borderline Chicago? Southern or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stranger. That's what you did. <laughs> oh, hey there, stranger. <laughs> I don't even think that accent's consistent anymore. I don't know. Nah, you're all over the place. I'm all over the place. All right, what's more important, chemistry or compatibility? 
again, I would argue compatibility because I believe that in a lot of ways chemistry can be overblown. And I think uh, if we define compatibility as the capacity to um, follow a same uh, a same or similar walk of life with another person, I think that for a sustainable relationship, that is going to hold more weight than just your overall ability to, uh, I guess, feel that quote unquote spark in the beginning. Obviously, I, I just think you're going to be able to develop some level of chemistry with a person the more time you spend with them. So I think, are you compatible with them? Um, and then mix that in with chemistry. It's, that'd probably be the perfect balance. What do you think? Compatibility, I think, is more important. I, I really do think that, like, well, not <laughs> my. I this entire time I was thinking compatibility. I guess I can kind of see the argument for chemistry because, like, when I think about me <laughs> personally, I feel like I go after chemistry more than I go after compatibility. Which is interesting because so. you did say <laughs> earlier that your best relationship, you didn't feel that chemi- the same chemistry in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then again, I mean, it, it didn't end up working out, so it, uh, it's tough to really manage all those variables, but yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, no, it definitely is. But, yeah, I would say I have been going more after chemistry, but I think that maybe I need to adopt more compatibility because I feel like that should be – if I want something to be, like, long-term and sustainable, I think compatibility is, more, like, more important. And I think that, like – I mean, they're both important – but, like, if you got the compatibility, like, the chemistry might come. And if it does, then you got, like, a perfect thing. Because if you have chemistry, compatibility is a good chance it's never coming. <laughs> well, that, I, I like that you brought that up because I think if we look at it, I think the reason I would argue that compatibility is more important is because I think you have a better chance of developing chemistry with a person than mm-hmm. the other way around where if yep. you had chemistry – you'd have a lesser chance of developing compatibility because compatibility, I would say, is more about the core of who you are as a person and what you want out of life. And a lot of times you can't go into a relationship thinking that stuff is going to change because typically that relationship is going to be doomed because you're hoping this person is going to change who they are for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I think that's my favorite. My final thought is I think that my favorite thing we've come up with this episode is – for me personally, maybe I need to go after more compatibility and less chemistry, and that maybe in general, that like that, pretty much as you just summarized, that if you start with compatibility, you're more likely to develop the chemistry than if you start with chemistry than to develop the compatibility. Well, that's why a lot of people who are in sustainably uh, good relationships, marriages, and whatnot, they say marry your best friend. It's a really cliche mm-hmm. thing, and people yeah. will always say when they get married, like married, or, I married my best friend. A lot of times, it's just like, well, yeah, they became your best friend because you spent all this fucking time with them. But was that best friendship there before you got married? I think the what the story is behind that is you had a compatibility with them and over time you guys were able to develop a uh relationship where you're like yeah wow i think we 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 could work let's give this a shot and then you're like then then when you're in the relationship you don't always have to rely on that chemistry because at the end of the day you were always friends to begin with and you had uh, a similar path in life so those moments in a, in a long-term relationship when you fall in and out of love with each other, 
you have something to fall back on because you didn't rely all on the chemistry. You have like actual cares about life lining up. So I, yeah. that, that would be my final thought as well. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad we had this episode because I feel like this is, I'm actually going to take this with me and that's a big excitement from doing the podcast in general. A lot of times we go into a topic and I have like a general thought in my head of how I think I'm, I feel about it or how I've been acting around it. But sometimes we do these episodes and I'm like, wait a second, actually, I think I need to adjust this. So yeah, this is, this is a helpful one for me personally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you have any recommendations for the audience? Yeah, you you'll um what's the Bobby Lee podcast called? Tiger Belly. Tiger Belly. Check out this podcast. I know Brandon has listened to it before. Um Bobby Lee is super funny. Um I like his girlfriend too. Like their dynamic together is really funny. How they act around their guest. I'm just I'm just a big fan um of the whole thing. I've been listening to it a lot over like this weekend so far. I'd highly recommend checking that out. And um all my like heavy metal fans or metalcore fans or anyone who might listen to the same kind of music as me, check out Ludens by Bring Me the Horizon. If you just want to listen to something that's just like bizarre and different, like I like it a lot. So, yeah, oh yeah, I uh, would uh, recommend people checking out the song "Towel" by uh, The Wildlife, and it's a weird spelling. It's uh, it's the, but then Wildlife is just W L D L F E. Uh, but that song, there's a groove to it. I fucking love just like dancing to it and just like moving with it. And uh, the I, I think the song meaning is cool too. Just like uh, the idea of the song is you don't want to throw in the towel on somebody. You want to keep fighting for the relationship, uh, which is, is definitely a relatable topic. Uh, but definitely check that out if you are interested. Um, anything else that you wanted to say on this stuff before I tease the next episode and send us off? No, I think this is. Uh, I think I got it all out in this episode, and I'm uh, pretty pumped that we did it. Not yeah. enough jokes about chemistry, though. Not enough. I, I, Not I enough science jokes. Maybe my horrible science joke to start us off really turned us away from the, <laughs> the entire did, did. idea of science, science jokes. Okay, then what, what, one last thought. Favorite element on the periodic table. Go. Magnesium. <laughs> I like Einsteinium. Einstein. Is that an actual element? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what? What is that? Is that like a? I have no idea, dude. Don't ask me for any. <laughs> We're not getting deep. So then, into why? This. Why is that your favorite? Ah, uh, you know, it's just the. Uh, I honestly just think I wanted to say something that made me sound smart. So oh, okay, but now that I <laughs> pushed you on the explanation we, we, of it, you we can, sound we can see me for the fraud that I really am. <laughs> That Steven's a fraud. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to everybody who made it this far into the podcast. I uh, don't want to speak for Steven, but it sounds like we both really enjoyed this topic. Um, again, always encouraging you audience members to suggest topics to us. Uh, we like to come up with our own topics just because that's part of the, the creative nature of us. But uh, every once in a while when we get a good suggestion, we definitely like to incorporate it into our um our workflow but uh next week we are having a discussion on entertainment today uh which should be a, a good good topic I'm, I'm looking forward to that uh, if you want to email us about any past episodes this episode or about the episode uh coming up 
you can do that emgpod at gmail.com or you can call us and leave us a message we will play it during the podcast and respond uh that our voice or our, our phone number is 513-427-EMG5 again that's 513-427-EMG5 um as always follow us on social media at emgpod that's twitter and instagram we also, on our personal pages, we like to post um, questions or, uh, I guess, polls or whatever for the upcoming episodes. Uh, so follow us at Brandon J. Flippin and at Stephen Russell B. And lastly, we have a goal for getting 100 subscribers on our YouTube channel. So all of you listening to the podcast, go subscribe to the Everything Must Go podcast youtube channel we are really pushing i think we're at 49 we're yeah, almost dude, we're half century we're lagging mark. behind there we gotta we gotta push those, those are rookie numbers Let's rookie numbers up. dude those are amateur. <laughs> this amateur hour or what we gotta get Pretty that much. up but uh thank you guys so much again for listening and we'll uh, see you next time take it easy Holding on to-